0: On the podcast,
1: okay. So we are huge microphone, microphone wrestling fans in our household, um, and so the kids and I have decided to talk about wrestling uh, on a, on a podcast every Saturday. every Saturday morning. We'll be talking wrestling. So um, mm-hmm. those who know me know I was the uh, co host of a uh, wrestling podcast called Hit the, Hit Ropes, the Ropes Radio, Show. and. You know, where uh, Hit the Ropes is kind of gone by the wayside now, just to, you know, us being adults and having, you know, adult responsibilities. So, um, you know, so I decided what, you know, what greater thing for me to do than to, to talk about wrestling with my kids. So, basically, we are... Every Saturday, we're just going to be giving a, uh, a recap of all of the WWE TV. Um, son, please stop moving because that affects the microphone. Sorry. Uh,
0: so, we did not watch NXT, so we will not be doing that. I will
1: hey, will you, will, you, uh, you let, will you let me do this time? until I talk to you? Yeah. All, all right, thank you. So, um... Um, what was I say? Oh, Jazz. What was I saying? Okay, so uh, pretty much what we're going to be doing every week is giving you a recap of all the WWE TV, Monday Night Raw, uh, SmackDown Live on Tuesdays. Uh, some weeks we'll talk about NXT, which is uh, Wednesday nights. Um, we don't watch uh, 205 Live, really. I don't watch 205 Live. I will, I will start. It's not really com- compelling enough for me to watch, so um really probably won't talk about 205 Live that much, um, but first we are going to get to the top two shows, so first we're going to start off with Monday Night Raw, and I'm going to talk a little New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, of also, um, because their Wrestlemania this week uh, was this week, Wrestle Kingdom uh, 12, and it was an excellent, excellent show. Um so I'm going to talk about that too. So uh, right now, who wants to start off on their uh, Monday Night Raw obs- observations? Well, Jasmine, since you took I notes guess. and you mm-hmm. have a lot of notes, I have like a, like an entire page full of notes. If you cannot see. All right. <laughs> right. Look at that the entire page full of notes All right. So you start us off with your Monday Night Raw observations. Honey.
0: Um. Really? Like, the main thing I'm excited about right now is the women's Royal Rumble match. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the main thing I'm excited about. Um, so, really what happened last night, in, like, the beginning of the show, is Kurt Angle came out to introduce the show, and then Sheamus and Cesaro, of course, they have to interrupt because of their loss of the tag team championships, um... They had, they they kept talking and talking and talking, which I kind of thought was a little annoying because they do that almost every time Kurt Angle comes out. Um, And.
1: It's kind of what they have to do.
0: Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins beat them for the tag team championships, and so basically they just came out talking about that. And then Jason Jordan came from backstage talking about how they had earned which after watching that match, yes I watched that match then. after watching that match I they did earn they did earn them um then Seth came out and he and they started and he also was saying things about how they earned the tag team championships but like was kind of getting a little like off track, some kind of. So, CJ, do you want to next? Wait, and then Kurt Angle declared a match, and it acts. J- She's
1: really detailed. She has uh, <laughs> a ton of notes. Okay. And, Jazz, you don't have to, like, just re. just, you know, okay. just give a recap of what happened. What You, you don't have to, um, you know, be. So
0: then- so Jordan Jason Jordan and and Cesaro had a match declared by Kurt Angle. Jason Jordan won the match. Whoa! Well, and I didn't really watch the end that, of this match because I was kind of, like, kind of confused because I was in the bathroom. After so, the end of the match, Wait, let me say something because I okay, have something okay. to add on to the um, okay, Jason go Jordan and Cesaro match. Well, since I sat there and watched the rest of the match, match um. After the, after they, Jason Jordan won, I feel like Jason Jordan was kind of like over celebrative because Seth was just like, I'm listening. Like Jason was kind of like over celebrative, but celebrating too much. Yeah. Celebrating too much.
1: Okay. It's fair. All right. Um, what was the next match after that, Jazz? Bray
0: Wyatt versus Apollo
1: Crews. Bray Wyatt versus Apollo Crews. So what happened in that match?
0: I said it the beginning, but I didn't watch No, like, I was in the bathroom.
1: So <laughs> did you watch it, or what?
0: I was in the bathroom, so kind of, kind of not. See, did you watch that part? I like, saw the beginning. Okay,
1: Okay, so long story short, because it wasn't a, a huge match or of importance, um, Bray Wyatt beat Apollo Cruz, and then Matt Hardy uh, Woken Matt Hardy appears on the screen, Woken. cuts a uh, creepy, uh, you know, Woken Matt Hardy, you know, promo, and I and I'm using air quotes for Woken because well, we all know creepy? it's broken Matt Hardy. Uh, WWE just changed the name so they could own it. Um. So yeah. So they're continuing their feud. Um. I. I think it's different. I like it because it seems like you know Bray Wyatt is getting out Bray Wyatted. Um. So. You know. Um. Yeah. So
0: what happened to um? I have a question. What uh-huh. happened to um? Jeff Hardy?
1: He got injured. Oh. Where have I you guys know. been? Like I've mentioned this for- more than I once knew, that Jeff Hardy I knew, was injured. I just forgot. Okay, next match.
0: So it was Alexa Bliss versus Asuka.
1: Uh-huh. And what's the significance of this match?
0: Um Well, I have something to add. No, Alexa- what's the
1: significance of this match?
0: Um that Alexa was actually kind of afraid to face Asuka because she was the toughest opponent that she has ever
1: faced. Okay, so the significance of the match is you have Alexa Bliss who's the champ and then Asuka who is undefeated. She didn't lose a match in NXT. She did not she and she has not lost a match on the main roster yet. So um that's the significance of the match. Um and so what that does is that puts WWE in a sort of dilemma. Do they have their champ get beaten in a non-title match or do they break the unbeaten streak of you know one of the best wrestlers in their company at, um for no reason on a little match on Monday night raw so we see what they went with um yeah Liv can come in and join too come on, Liv. Liv Liv hasn't been with us cuz she was getting her hair washed and blow dried uh, the girls are getting their hair done today so we're going to this isn't going to be as long as we want um so Livy Cakes. Hey, what's the matter? Nothing. Oh okay.
0: So are uh, So what happened?
1: Oh okay. So
0: uh, So Oscar won by uh, an arm bar.
1: Uh-huh. And Liv, you took notes she too, won right? by
0: submission. Mm-hmm. Okay. She
1: took notes to the Roman Reigns brought her to Roman Reign and versus Samoa. Okay. Samoa versus yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mr. Oh, I didn't watch <laughs> Monday Night yeah. Raw. When you were supposed to, but Roman wants to
0: because if Roman got
1: disqualified, he lost the championship. All right, so so Alexa <laughs> Bl- so Alexa Bliss tapped out to Oscar, and I think that's significant because it's WWE's booking. Um, and I'm gonna me personally, I'm gonna talk a lot about booking and stuff. Uh, the kids don't really, they're not really, you know, into all that stuff. You know, they just watch the wrestling and comment on the wrestling, you know, I try to, I don't, I guess shouldn't necessarily say, you know, dive deep into, uh, the, uh, the other goings on, but you know, um, hey, what, what? what are you doing? Oh you're, God. you're, no, stop. Stop uh, with the blanket. Stop Olivia. with the blanket. Olivia.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: stop with the blanket. All right. So there's Liv. Bye. Get, get, stop with the blanket. She has puffy ponytail. All right. So... Um, and you see, the kids are all on me right now. And this, is you know, <laughs> I'm not well, you're fluffy. right next to me. Like so, well, Liv says I'm fluffy, but anyway. So, <laughs> what, what was the next match?
0: Um, Braun Strowman versus Rhino. Okay. Well, uh, anything? Wow.
1: Anything significant about that match?
0: How many? Like afterwards, how many running? Po- like how many running power slams in that one match? There are three. But one then, after it and two after the match one right. like how many running power slams he gave like all together in
1: that so rhino has taken upon taking it upon himself uh rhino uh whose tag team partner is uh heath slater they are former smackdown tag team champions um he feels that heath needs to toughen up so he's taking it upon himself to toughen him up somehow we don't know how um they're not giving us any background on that, but um, Rhino took on uh, Braun Strowman in originally what was supposed to be a one-on-one match, and Braun Strowman got tired of Heath Slater outside of the ring uh, being a quote-unquote cheerleader, so he called him, told him, "Hey, you got two choices: you could join, come in the match, or I'm gonna put you in the match." So hey, Heath Slater jumped in the match, and you know they both proceeded to get destroyed. And then Braun Strowman walks backstage, and you know Kane comes out and says that, "Hey, we need to be alpha. We're the alpha monsters of a Monday Night Raw." Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, we need to be the alpha monsters of Monday Night Raw, and you know, take out Brock Lesnar. Blah 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 blah. Braun says, "I'm the only alpha monster here," and you know, basically turned down Kane's request to work as a team. So what was after that?
0: Uh, the Roman versus
1: Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental Championship. Two or five
0: one. What? I thought Neville came out, but no. No.
1: I'm like confused now. Why? Okay, so the next match was um. Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns for the if Intercontinental championship.
0: championship, and if Roman Reigns got disqualified, he actually
1: was going to lose. Yep, that was the uh, stipulation. If Rome, because Roman got disqualified in their match last week, yeah. um, so the stipulation was if Roman Reigns got he
0: disqualified. disqualified,
1: he would lose the Intercontinental Championship.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so um, what was significant about that?
0: So uh, of course Roman didn't lose because he's like like I know that Roman didn't lose, but like how like in everything that Samoa Joe did, like he still found a way to like like get him down on the mat and pin him. What? Like, after every move, like, after every submission hold that Samoa Joe did, like, he still found a way to get Samoa down on the mat and pin him. Uh, it
1: was, first of all, it was a great match. Um, yeah. You know, Roman Reigns continues to, uh, you know, put on great matches. You know, everybody who says. Roman Reigns isn't good, really just needs to... It's kind of like the LeBron James argument. Like, LeBron James is the greatest of all time, in my opinion. And if you don't believe that Roman Reigns is a good wrestler, you just need to just stop watching because you're a hater. Simple and plain. Roman Reigns, yes, you are a hater. You know what I'm saying? So, um, So, you know, Roman Reigns continues to put on great matches, like match after match after match. Name me you can't name me the last time Roman Reigns had a bad match. And you can't say that and you know and I've i I've actually said that voiced that to people and they said, Oh, it's because whoever Roman was wrestling they carried him. Nah, man. Roman Come on, man. I, I don't even want to get started. So um anyway, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe had a fantastic match. I hope it's not the blow off to their feud. Um because the feuds? feud was very, very good. Very, very the good.
0: Best feuds I've actually seen so far?
1: Yeah, to me, uh, it was s- the best feud of all last year, in my opinion, was probably Ms. Dean Ambrose, and then Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman. They were kind of tied. Um, so, what, CJ? Is
0: it, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah, I agree oh. highly with this guy. Especially for, oh. I agree highly with this guy. Especially for Miz and Dean Ambrose. You said what? Especially for Miz and Dean Ambrose. Okay,
1: and you guys, anybody who who's listened to hit the ropes before, they know I'm not a fan of Dean Ambrose at all. So I
0: watched
1: um, one of those one yeah, of those WWE, WWE of episodes. All. So uh, uh, Samoa Joe also had. A great promo before the match with uh, Renee Young. Um, he said that he took out Dean Ambrose and made him oh, a stay at home husband living off his wife's paycheck. Um, and the significance of, of that is Renee Young, you know, backstage announcer, interviewer, um, is the wife of Dean Ambrose. So he told his wife yeah. to his face, I I made him a stay-at-home husband, living off his wife's paycheck. So that's part of you know that's oh, once again part of being a good heel, being able to you know do things like that. You know. So what was the next match?
0: Uh, that,
1: well, was, that was I, the last match on Raw. That was the last
0: match on Raw. I think so. Yeah. Nah, that was, nah I don't the think so. Rocker. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, then
1: Yeah, then Brock did something at the end. Yeah, Brock Lesnar came out at the end. It wasn't really, you know, significant. So, uh, one of the things that was significant this week um, is we saw what could be the beginning of something that a lot of fans have wanted since uh, the three gentlemen have, uh, particularly the the club, you know, we've wanted to see a... "Quote unquote," Bullet Club reunion in WWE. Anybody who follows wrestling, you know, uh, Finn Balor is the leader of the original Bullet Club stable in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah, they did get back together when he when he left uh, New Japan. Then AJ Mm -hmm. Styles came, and AJ Styles was the leader of the Bullet Club. And then um, when AJ Styles left, the the leadership was passed on to Kenny Omega. Um, so we, it was a, uh, a six man tag team match on raw and it was Elias oh, oh, and oh, yeah. the men's against Finn oh. Balor. And it oh,
0: yeah, was a match like that.
1: Yes. <coughs> against Finn Balor and the good brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um, oh, yeah. the, cl- known as the club. So it looks like the Balor club has officially formed. Finally. No,
0: it wasn't Finn Balor in that match too.
1: Yes, that's what I just
0: said. You said just Luke
1: and No, it was a six-man mm-hmm. tag team. No, where- but you only mm-hmm. listed
0: Luke.
1: No, I said Finn mm-hmm. Bálor was joined by the Good
0: Brothers. Oh.
1: So I did not To me, uh other than the Samoa Joe Roman Reigns, um and Alexa Bliss, Oscar stuff, that was probably the uh third most significant. Well, depending as a fan depending on, you know, where you're Allegiance is like, as a fan, as a wrestling fan, that might have been the, the top thing for you. Because it's like we've been wanting it for a long time and it seems like Finn is, you know, getting his push slowed down. So we actually kind of wanted to see them do something w- with Finn Balor you know, other than him, you know, not getting, ever getting his Universal title rematch which, you know, he's been waiting over a year for. Um well, because remember, he won, he won the first ever Universal title, oh, yeah. and he had to give it up because he got injured. Never got a rematch. So,
0: at least Naomi got a rematch when she got better. Yep. I mean, like that makes no sense. That is just cold. Called... <laughs> All right. Universal? What? Universal.
1: Okay, so um, sure. let's jump over to SmackDown quickly. Um. I so Daniel Bryan opened the show and stated that he because he doesn't know the status of Dolph Ziggler, uh, while putting Ziggler over, saying that he's one of the greatest of all time. Um, he said he does not know the status of Ziggler, being after calling him um, all week, trying to get a hold of him all week, still hasn't you know had a chance to, and so he decided to um, open a Universal, ch- I mean not Universal U.S. Title Tournament. Uh, for the championship because at the end of SmackDown last week, Dolph Ziggler laid the belt down and walked off. So we don't know what happened. So it looks like the point of this SmackDown was all about, um, furthering, you know, chaos between Shane and Brian, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, um, kind of sorting out the tag team title pictures on SmackDown and then this U.S. title uh, tournament. So, Jasmine, do you have any notes from SmackDown?
0: Uh, no, but or, I did watch SmackDown.
1: Okay, so what were your impressions of SmackDown?
0: Um, it's, it was actually better than usual for some reason. I don't know why. But, like, all, like, the backstage stuff that happened was, like, like, the only back, backstage moment that uh, caught my eye was actually when Daniel Bryan was talking to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And then. Uh. Wait. <coughs> Sorry. And then. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn said that, that they wanted to have the last laugh. So. Basically, um, all the backstage moments that were happening, that really caught my eye, out of all of them. And then, the Benjamin, wait, was there a Benjamin versus, Benjamin and Gable versus
1: match? No, it was a triple threat match. Oh, yeah. um, it was uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable we're versus uh, the New Day versus Rusev oh, Day. Rusev Day, which probably is the we're most overact so right now, they were on commentary. Uh, There's a triple threat match yeah. for the number one uh, can get, contender. Can I get to watch this? No, I mean, no, not right now. You can't <laughs> live watch it during the show. What are you doing? So, um. I watched Yeah, I mean, I understand you watched it. Um, The, the triple threat tag team 2nd. match was a great match. Yes, it was January 2nd. Oh, um. Really? And uh, so the first, I'll be honest, I didn't watch SmackDown. I, I let the kids watch it. I tried to watch a preview of it this morning, um, but I couldn't because I was kind of cleaning up around the house. All right. I, think I did, was, but I didn't pay attention, like attention enough the to last it. One. Like
0: the wrong one. I don't know. Because the one I was watching, it was January 2nd.
1: Yes, that was the SmackDown from this past week.
0: Yeah, but I had like a Benjamin and Gable versus the User watch. No, yeah. that
1: no, that wasn't January second.
0: What? That I was confused. last week. Ben. Oh wait! But yeah. then they had a, a. Oh yeah. All right, so I can't remember. Wait, so I think the New Day won that match.
1: No, Benjamin and Gable won that
0: match. I can't remember. No, still a, I can't remember. Like okay. Still a few yeah, that thing is still going on. Like they ripped
1: me. Probably is, but anyway, anyway. So, um, when it comes to SmackDown, sometimes, really, the only thing I want to see is Rusev and Aiden English. They're over. Um, I love those guys. Um, the fact that, you know, Rusev is always smiley and happy during Aiden English singing, that's kind of subtle, uh, but it's, I think it's great. It's kind of weird
0: sometimes, too.
1: Oh, whatever. Um, but anyway, so... Now that we're, so, do you guys Rusev have Rusev anything Fox. else to talk about on, uh, for WWE? Cause you guys are about to leave. Rusev,
0: Rusev, do you have Rusev anything? Rusev, open the, open the door. Okay. Summer so moon did win the NXT championship at NXT war games. I really? curr- Yeah. yeah,
1: that was in November though. That I currently
0: not- watch that though. Cause I didn't watch that until like December 22nd or something. Rusev, okay. Rusev, 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 CJ, CJ.
1: All right. So, all right, y'all peace out. Bye. See ya. The kids Bye. will see y'all back next week.
0: See you next
1: week. See you next week. All right. Come week. on. Go. On. All right, love y'all. Bye. So, the girls have to go get their hair done. I don't know what CJ is going to do. I am going to recap uh New Japan Pro Wrestling I'll Wrestle sing. Kingdom 12.
0: Of course.
1: Uh I mean Uh so If you're watching on Facebook Live, you see me lounging. Uh, and I'm comfortable. So, Wrestle Kingdom 12. So, Wrestle Kingdom is New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, Wrestlemania of sorts. Um, so, um, it was a five-hour show. So, in Japan, um, it's I don't know what time it started, started in Japan. But here in the States, um, the entire event started at, well, it was a pre-show of sort started at 2 a.m um but the uh regular show started at about um 3 o'clock in the morning um i woke up around i was sick wednesday like all wednesday night went to bed early so it was my plan to w- go to sleep or it was so it my plan kind of worked cuz it was my plan to uh wake up early and then uh well go to bed early and then wake up so i can watch you know wake up early because i was off thursday wake up early and watch Wrestle Kingdom, um, but, uh, so I was able to do that, um, it sucks because I was sick, um, and that was the reason, um, but, you know, hey, I did not, uh, I don't regret it, because it was an excellent, excellent show, um, so, um, The Young Bucks, the show started out with, uh, the Young Bucks versus Rapongi 3K, that's showing yo, um, who were the, uh, junior tag team champions, um, so, uh, the Young Bucks, so people, you know, are annoyed by the Young Bucks, they say, uh, you know, the Young Bucks are quote-unquote killing the business, um, you know, all the acrobatics and stuff that they do. They say it's not good for wrestling, blah, blah, blah. Um, Whatever. I say, hey, stop hating. Because, and the reason why I say that is because when the Young Bucks have a, a, yes, they did, you know, their aerial stuff um, on, in the match, but they also wrestled a match, you know, they wrestled a really good match, and people never give the, the, the young bucks credit when they actually wrestle a good match. Um, you know, regardless, is you know, people and you know, one of my criticisms about it's kind of like you know, old school basketball fans that don't want to give LeBron James uh, any credit. Um, it's like Old school wrestlers don't want to give the new generation, and listen, like all the new generation, you know, doesn't, you know, flip around the ring and jump around the ring. Everybody's not like aerialists and stuff like that. But on the indies, um, you know, one of the things that you have to do is get the crowd involved in your match. And when the crowd isn't, when you're doing like, you know, all this aerial stuff and all these big spots, the crowds get into it. You know, um, I remember that it was either early last year or late 2015. I think, I mean, 2016, I want to say it was early last year. Uh, Ricochet had a match with Will Ospreay where they did this sequence that looked like it was straight out of a Kung Fu movie. And I loved it personally. People hated it. Uh, one of the most outspoken critics of it was, uh, Vader. Um, who just totally bashed the storyline. So, oh, uh, it's no storytelling. It's just a bunch of acrobatics, blah blah blah. It's not really wrestling whatever. So, uh I enjoyed it. I love cruiserweights. I love when, you know, when you can see the guys flying around the ring doing, you know, things that I can't do and quite frankly, a lot of wrestlers can't do. Um, you know, one of the things that got me really excited about WCW back in the day is the cruiserweight division, you know, and the cruiserweights. And that's where I think the WWE gets it wrong with their cruiserweights because they act like the cruiserweights are kind of like on their own separate Island by themselves and not necessarily, uh, part of the regular roster. Um, and they are, but back in the day, WCW's cruiserweights interacted with, the rest of the roster you saw Juventus Guerrero, uh Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio probably um uh, Ray Mysterio is probably the Ray Mysterio that we all know and love today because of his feud with the with the Giant, aka The Big Show. Um you know, and then he joined the Wolfpack, you know, NWO, uh was Ray Ray the Giant Killer. Uh so um, you know, th- WCW did it right with the cruiserweights. And I've always liked cruiserweight wrestling. Um, i not saying that I don't like, you know, seeing, you know, two behemoths, you know, destroy each other because Lord knows I loved, you know, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar because, you know, it was straight I, and I hated the way it ended. I hated the way they didn't give Braun the uh, title, but I mean, it was just like, two big horses just destroying each other, just wrecking shop. And I like that too. Um So I don't like all the criticism or necessarily understand all the criticism of the young bucks, especially when they wrestle a match like they did at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, and they don't get, you don't hear these guys, you know, giving them a peep of like, you know, respect or, you know, props like, oh man, Hey, These guys actually can, uh, wrestle a really good match, uh, Jim Cornette. Um, he's one of the Bucks' most outspoken credits, too. Uh, so let's get to the Wrestle Kingdom results. Wrestle Kingdom, uh, 12, um, so, uh the uh young bucks beat Rapongi 3k um to win the iwgp junior heavyweight tag team junior heavyweight tag team championship so then there was a uh, so new, one of the things about new japan is uh that they have tons of belts so next up was the uh, never open weight six man tag team championship gauntlet match so basically New Japan has regular tag team two on two and then they have a a, a three man tag team belt which um, the bullet club Bad Luck who uh, consisted of Bad Luck Fale uh, Tama Tonga and Tanga Loa versus Chaos uh, Beretta Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yanu Uh, Versus Michael Elgin and War Machine. uh, Versus suzuki Goon, Versus Taguchi Japan. Uh, And it was just... It was a... um, Like I said, it was a gauntlet match. So, uh, Chaos actually actually ended up winning the match when uh, Beretta beat... uh, Pin Tamatanga with the Dude Buster. And then they actually proceeded to lose... the the next night on New Year's Dash Um, so then uh, the uh, next match was a great match between Kota Ibushi and Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes has he had a fantastic 2017 and Brandi Rhodes his wife made history by being the first black woman to ever appear on Wrestle Kingdom when she um, accompanied her husband down to the ring. Um, I, I listen, man, Vince McMahon wanted him to stay a stardust, bro. I t- listen, WWE lost a good one, man. And Cody Rhodes, keep shining, keep grinding. I don't know. excuse me, Cody, because, you know, he can't use his last name right now. Um, but listen, Cody Rhodes, um, Kota Ibushi, uh, a won with a, a Phoenix splash and a great match started off a little slow. And I liked the fact that Cody Ro- Cody Rhodes, man, he takes this, heel, his heel work to another level, especially, uh, having his wife outside and the, the interaction between the two of them. Um, it is, it's great heel work. So next, um, we had, uh, evil and Sonata, uh, versus Killer Elite Squad, uh, Davy Boy Smith Junior. and Lance Archer. Um, and Davy Boy Smith Junior. in this match looked exactly like his dad, uh, the late great B- British Bulldog, except you know with the exception of having blonde hair. He had on the boots, had on the jeans, and jeans have to be very uncomfortable to wrestle in. I don't under. Hey, man, listen. I don't like tight clothes. Um, I know people who wear, like, dudes... I, I I was stationed with dudes that would wear, like, cowboy jeans and stuff like that. Said they were just comfortable. I don't get that. But, hey, man, whatever floats your boat. Um, so, evil and Sonata, um, that was a pretty good match. Uh, they, they beat Killer Elite Squad um, for the uh, IWGP Tag Team Championship. Um, to me... Uh, The third best match on the card was uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Hiroki Goto for the Never Open Weight Championship. It was also a hair versus hair match. Um, Minoru Suzuki, man, 49, I think he's like 47 or 49 or something like that. Uh, He is a badass in a ring. And... He wrestles in just trunks and boots, no knee pads and or anything like that, and it looks hella weird. But man, this dude man, pulled up, pulled off like probably the most picture perfect dropkick I've ever seen. And for a dude his age, I, the the what he does in the ring is amazing. Um so then we had um a fatal four way uh, for the IWGP junior heavyweight championship. Will Ospreay versus Takahashi versus Kushida versus Marty Scurll, Um, and Will Ospreay actually, uh, ended up winning the match. Uh, it was okay. Um, I thought that match probably was a little too long, but I didn't mind the match. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. It was okay. Um, the next match after that was uh Hiroshi Tanahasi, the ace over Switchblade Jay White. Um This was a pretty good match. Um it I eh, it was it was it was a it was a good match. I've never seen uh Jay White before. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, I've seen Tanahashi a few times, um, he's really, really good, I believe Tanahashi's like 40 also, but he still turns it on, he has the best hair in all of wrestling, um, so uh, yes, Tanahashi um, beat Jay White to retain uh, the Intercontinental Championship, and for a while, because the first five championship matches all five championships change hands. I was like, "Wow, that's not going to look good for our champ later on in the night." So, um, so I'm not going to go to the next match. I'm going to go to the the main event was uh Kazusuka Okada uh, versus Tetsuya Naito, um, which was a great match. Um, it was slow, but I think it was the perfect pace for for that match. Um in the end though, uh Okada won with a Rainmaker. Um it took three Rainmakers, which is a uh, Okada's finishing move. It took three to finally put uh Naito away. Um Naito went for his uh finishing move Destino, which was countered into a jumping tombstone power driver, and then right after the power driver, um uh Okada hit the Rainmaker. Uh, So now, that leads me to the uh, match that was uh, the hype of the card. Um, It was Alpha versus Omega. Alpha being Chris Jericho uh, versus Kenny Omega. And holy smokes, this match was excellent. Kenny Omega became my favorite wrestler last year uh, after I watched his matches versus Okada. Okada. Um, And then, once I watched him in the G1 tournament, I mean, it was just... Like, Kenny Omega is great. It's, it's, It's no... Nothing else I can say. Hands down, Kenny Omega is probably the best wrestler on the planet right now. But, you know, Chris Jericho calls himself the best in the world at what he does. And, damn, was this not... First of all, this was a Chris Jericho we haven't seen before. He was brutal. He was relentless. I mean... He took out Red Shoes, who's the referee. He took up, and it was no disqualification. He took out Red Shoes' son. He uh, he put the uh, Boston Crab version of the Walls of Jericho on Kenny Omega. He ended up, you know, going and hitting the real Walls of Jericho on Kenny Omega. The crowd was super hot for the match. Um, I was drifting off to sleep before that. during the uh, Tanahashi-Jay White match. That match had me... Uh, Up alert, sitting in my bed, glued to the TV. Um, Man, and it did not disappoint. Uh, People, I saw a lot of people saying, um, you know, they didn't believe that the match was going to live up to the hype. Well, the match lived up to the hype and surpassed the hype. And what seemed like a one off, uh, I wish I had more time. I got about five minutes left. Um, so I can't talk about it any further. Um, maybe I'll do another
0: pod.
1: sorry. Maybe I'll do another podcast to uh talk about that. But holy smokes, if you want to see a great wrestling match, New Japan put on some of the best matches. Like the top match in WWE last year will probably be the sixth or seventh best match in New Japan for last year. Maybe even the eighth, maybe even tenth. That's how good the quality of wrestling was in New Japan. And listen, here's the thing: in those WWE matches, all, the, any of the the, with the exception of Velveteen Dream versus uh versus Alistair Black at Takeover Houston, um, all the other matches that I would consider for uh, match of the year in WWE all contained uh. AJ Styles and he's the reason why they were, you know, match of the year quality. Um but yeah, I wish I had some more time to talk about this. Um we got the uh NFL playoffs coming up uh starting today. Um not going to talk about that cuz like I've said, I've been kind of I've been off of the NFL this year uh particularly cuz the Lions suck and I was tired of the way they treated Colin Kaepernick. So um you know, I just want to thank you guys, uh, for joining in and supporting me as I talk wrestling, uh, especially wrestling with my kids. I love doing stuff like this with the kids. It keeps them involved, keeps them, keeps them engaged. And hopefully they'll start, you know, this will tap into a little bit of their creative side. Um, you know, to just do other creative things. They already draw. Like I said, I started an Instagram page for their artwork. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, thanks for supporting the 31 Days of Podcast. Talk to you all later. We'll talk to you all tomorrow.